スラサダンショウ Hello, hello, welcome to the show. I don't know where Dave went. That was weird. He disappeared. That was kind of strange. He just popped in. He is here now. He teleported wherever he came from, and now he's、right. here with us. I,、uh, he、I just teleported into the scene. Yeah,、Beam、he was a bit up, late. Ran a, ran a bit late doing his instant teleport technique. So <laughs> now、right. he's here, and he's here for the show. So am I. I'm here. We're here for the show. We're all here for the show. How's everyone going, Dave? I am Trey Noko and this is Saturn Dave. And hopefully, you guys had a great weekend or great week and getting ready for the other great weekend that's coming up. What about you, Dave? How have you been? I've been great. I've been、uh, it's just、uh, end of the school year. I work for a school, right? So a lot of what we do ha- ties into like public schools and everything like that. So school's getting out. We're going to be doing like art camps and stuff like that for, you know, teaching kids how to draw and stuff like that. So that's good.、Uh, doing, a lot of, doing a lot of stuff to promote that.、Um, honestly, video game wise, been testing out the Netlink tunneling thing a lot, you know, on my end, a few technical difficulties, but, you know, we're getting through it.、Uh, over, the, over this past week, Joe added、uh, DreamPi support. So folks who have DreamPi, Can use that. It's still a work in progress. It's only going to get better, but at least, you know, like Dan Retrospectors, he, he's using the Dream Pie now, working great. And、uh, we had a Bomberman match and, and、uh, we did like a little sync video、uh, so we could show folks like how it works together.、Uh, PC、oh, so、versus on, Dream Pie. Yeah, so he captured on his end and you captured on your end? Right. And then he just shot me the video and I just put it side by side. So he's got the, you know, he's in New York on the Dream Pie. I'm in San Diego on the PC. Uh, well, Saturn Netlink to PC,、mm-hmm. and、uh, it worked great. It li- really, there were only like a few little hiccups here and there.、Um, but all things considered, based on what we were used to, it's much better. And I'm really looking forward to playing virtual on with you as soon as you get the setup going.、Um, I got to say, it's at least 50% easier than the VoIP setup, if not much more, because you don't have to dink around with a bunch of router settings and all that crap. That makes sense. So, all you、Just、really a, need is a,、yeah. USB, a USB to Ethernet adapter and plug into the Raspberry Pi. Or, sorry, yeah, plug you, into the Saturn. And then, well, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the, the setup is pretty straightforward. You need a Saturn, obviously. You、mm-hmm. need a Netlink modem. You either need the Netlink or the, or the X band modem. That's a must if you're even thinking about because you, you're, you know, it didn't come with it like the Dreamcast came with a modem.、Yeah. The, this, so you got to have that Saturn modem. But then you get the phone cable into either a powered,、uh, like the Dreamcast Live, he sells、uh, modems that come with line voltage. It's really、mm-hmm. awesome. He just he drags the, the power off of the five volt pin, you know?、Um, but you can, if you have a way to do line voltage, you can do that. Uh, you can provide your own line voltage via like a nine volt battery through the guide or using like your old VoIP adapter. You can use、uh, that to provide line voltage. But you just get one of those little USB,、uh, USB voice modems that goes into your PC or into、mm-hmm. the DreamPi and,、uh, and then download Joe's Python script, which is pretty straightforward.、Um, if folks know how to install Python, that's great. But I know that Knight of Dragon is working on some kind of a. A end all be all zip file that it'll just dump onto a directory and you won't really have to install anything. It should be like the for dummies, <laughs> you know, kind of way of doing things. And then、uh, folks will be like up and running. But、um, 
I think when it comes to the dream pie, you just kind of put the image, you just kind of put it on there on your dream pie. And then you're never, you're never looking at a console or anything like that on, on your PC. You're just, the dream pie is just doing it. So doing it pretty right. straightforward. Yeah. And For do, you, do you you'll probably like, use, yeah. What? Do you have the dream pie or do you have, uh, or, or are you just using a laptop? Would uh, you be? I'm using my main PC to do that. I just yeah, don't yeah. have anything set up yet. I just have the right. that, that router set up, the, the yeah. old solution. So if you exactly. put in the direction of the, the, the things you got to make it work, I'll go Absolutely. buy it. Absolutely. I'll take pictures. Literally for you, all you have to buy is that, that USB modem and maybe another phone cable in us and a little phone splitter, you know? If you don't have one lying around the house, which you might not. <laughs> I mean, I, I could I just reuse the phone lines from the... Uh, Yep, from my uh my router thing or the yep. yeah use use you're gonna need if you need to provide line voltage with your with your VoIP adapter you're gonna need at least two phone cables and a splitter because one phone cable is gonna run from the VoIP adapter and that's just gonna provide line voltage and it's gotcha. gonna go through the splitter and then the other phone cable will go from your from your Netlink to the modem on your PC. Okay. Yeah, and you'll be, and that's it. Literally, you've got everything else. So that how you do it? That's how I do it. Basically, yeah, I'm special on the VoIP adapter to do that, or can you just plug it in and and route it through? Right. So the VoIP adapter is not on the network. It's just plugged into the wall, and it's just sitting idle, right? Yeah. And and by by not having it on the network or not having it activated, essentially yeah. all it's doing is providing line voltage. I see. It's so you just little, run it, wire from the, the. It basically goes to the Saturn to the net, the the VoIP adapter to the mini thing, right? Yeah, yeah. I could literally show you right here. I, I'm gonna pull this out and I hope it doesn't kill. Setup, but he has the SPA two o one two one right or whatever the number is. Yeah. Right. Right. It so might be a little different for him. I've got the I've got the same VoIP adapter that that Pat has. I think. Yeah. And I bought this. Um, Dell badged Connexent USB modem. Yeah. Pretty simple. There's like a Lenovo one. There's like a Zoom badged one. There, there's a mm. lot of these. But it, it has to be the specific Connexent chipset, at least for now. That's the one that we know works. And then like a little splitter like this. This is uh, like a phone splitter. And mm. I just plug that into there. And then you just have one phone cable going to the Netlink modem, and then mm -hmm. one phone cable going to the VoIP adapter just for line voltage. Okay, that's for, fair. For folks who bought, if 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 you haven't bought one of these yet, and you just want to go on Dreamcast Live, and pay for the upgraded like modded one, you can buy one of these that's modded that has line voltage included, and it drags it off the USB bus. And if you if you have that, that'll be perfect for when you end up doing uh, for when you end up doing stuff with DreamPie. Like if you're going to do Dreamcast online, it would be perfect for that. Can't but you just this redo, is, can't you just use the if you already have that VoIP adapter? Can't you just do that for yes, line voltage? Exactly. So if you okay. if you want to keep that if you want to keep the VoIP adapter and you just want to do that for line voltage, just do that. That's fine. Okay, that's then that's you fair. Get, so you yeah. But I'm just saying you're going to be buying either you're going to be buying. A, a modem that's about five bucks more expensive. The yeah. the live modem is not that expensive. It might be like twenty bucks or something. I forget how much it is, but it's not that much. Or you're gonna have to be buying like an extra phone cable and a splitter in order to do it. So, okay. which one do you want to go with? You know, but this is the Connexent RD zero two D four hundred. It says on the on the back there. I don't know. I'm, I might just go with the uh, 
the one on the Dreamcast Live just so I can I can easily it's clean. Yeah, I can just easily get yeah. that and I don't have to worry about it and I'll know it'll work. It's cleaner. And and one thing, one service that PC Wizard offers is that um, folks who already have a one of these USB modems, if they send this to him, he'll give them a $10 credit. I believe it's a $10 credit. So you could send this, one of these old modems to him and he'll end up turning this into a live modem. Oh, nice. And then, uh, and then they will send you a, a, a modded modem. So that's what a lot of folks want to do. That way, you're literally just one phone cable from your Netlink modem to this into your PC or into your Dream Pi, and you're good to go. But for right now, this quick and dirty setup is working for me, um, at least so that I could do like beta testing with the with the guys. But anyway, yeah, I, th I think Paul, Paul asked, uh, "Would it be possible to show this off at PRGE or other cons?" And it might we be definitely, possible. We definitely should. Absolutely, because all we really need idea. is like is like a local router and the the VoIP setup, and it should work per se yeah yeah actually that's true i mean and i mean i'm i've got my laptop here on uh wi-fi right and mm -hmm. we it worked great uh I, I i did a match with somebody else i think it was either wee man 34 or blue moon i can't remember which dude it was yeah but they were on wi-fi as well so we had like a we had a match on wi-fi on both ends and it was still really decent like much much better than the voip solution um, I, so, I mean, folks who are, who are on Wi-Fi or they don't have a, a, a wired connection shouldn't be discouraged to do this. You know, mm -hmm. you just have to make sure that you, you know, it's just a couple port don't forwards mess up. in your router, but that's it. Port yeah, forwards make sure are pretty you don't easy. mess up. Make sure you don't mess up. <laughs> do it. Yeah, no, I, it, it, it's, it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun and it, it's like reliving the, I mean, the closer it gets to that, that original experience. The, the more excited I get because it's kind of like, I know this sounds, this sounds silly, but it's kind of like game history preservation, bringing back that, bringing back that, uh, hardware capability you of, are the, silly, of the Dave. Saturn. Sorry. You are silly, Dave. I'm silly, but you know, that's okay. I'm based. I, I, I don't care. <laughs> Fair. Oh. But no, it's, it's yep. really cool. I would, uh, I'd love to figure it away. I think the only issue that I'd be having is, uh, bring all the equipment out there and figure out the best way to do it because we need like a minimum of two screens, two Saturns, a router, a netlink, and two upscalers. Well, that's so. to do it local. That's yeah. to do it local, and people have already done that. People have already done, uh, you know, like local over a phone line simulator. But mm -hmm. I would argue it might be cooler to show them you know, it playing against somebody far away, you know, because then you could really sh demonstrate how, you know, this works across country. I think, I think that'd be, that'd be fun. But I think the, with the stuff at the cons would be hard. We'd have to probably get like somebody with a, uh, like get a, wi like a Wi-Fi uh, adapter or something. Please go ahead. No, you're not allowed to. All right. I'm trying That's to let it. you guys know you, you do not need a router for the situation. All you need is a laptop that can handle two USB modems, and then you right. can do it right through the laptop. Oh, right. Really? Would yeah. you need so? But would you need two instances of the script, each going to a different COM port? Right. One will okay. go to COM four. One will go to COM five. Hmm. Here's another. Here's another little nugget. Joe, Sega RPG fan, shared the fact that you could actually just patch the games and allow one 
Saturn to talk directly to another Saturn over a phone, a simple phone cable. You could just cut out the phone line simulator altogether, cut out all the other bullshit in the middle, put a phone cable from one netlink to another, and just patch the game images so that they're set up to talk to each other. And Joe said that's actually possible. I don't know how many people would try that, but for local stuff, like cons, like you said, that would be like the ultimate scenario because then you wouldn't even be using a phone line simulator. You'd just be... Honestly, that'd be probably the best idea for like a like a little booth at PRGE, just get two Virtron sticks... Yeah, I don't know if he'd be willing to do that. Maybe after, I mean, right now he's got big, bigger fish to fry, but like doing a set of ROMs that are just for convention, like local conventions and stuff like yeah. that, it almost be like a, a Tizen solution, you know, like a, like an unofficial Tizen solution. Yeah. Just get the net link, get an, a, a phone cable connected to the exactly. two and you're good to go. And you're good to go. You do, like I say, you need you would need special patched images, but it is possible. So that that's cool. That kind of blew my mind. Um, and then I think Joe's work, still working on the Yabowsi support. I'm not sure that that's I'm not sure that that's going to work. It's feasible, but um, but I don't think he was able to make any progress with that. Yeah. Right, night. Yeah. Um, from what I gathered, he was just trying to connect the two. He wasn't even playing with getting right. the uh, data part transferred. He was just yeah. more worried about his script connecting to Yaba Usei. Right, right. Yaba so Usei. that's, yeah, that's been my week in Saturn is just messing around with this and trying to get more people on board. I'm hoping that people don't get scared away uh, by am. like the few requirements. <laughs> well, I took I for joking. granted, like, like Xenos was like, what all do I need? And, uh, and I was telling him, you need this, this, and, th and then he's like, well, what about, so I don't need a modem for my Saturn. And I was like, oh yeah, sorry. I kind of take for granted the fact that you need a Saturn and you need the mo you need the Netlink modem or the X-Band modem. I mean, modem. It, sh it should be obvious to you that you need the modem and the Saturn, the Saturn. True, but I mean, it. like people who are, people who don't, so like, I guess folks who are like not, it, it's not it's not that much of a foregone conclusion, I guess, because like some people might be blindsided by that. They see me flashing the USB modem and they think, oh, that's easy. I can pick that up for 12 bucks. But I mean, getting a Netlink these days is like a $50 proposition. You know, well, actually, if you do the Yahoo Auction Japan, it's pretty it's fairly cheap. It's like maybe I was going to ask you about that. 30, like, what or, is it? 30 or 40 bucks maybe for the but if you, you have to get like the whole package, like the whole box that's like unopened. I think yeah. I got mine for like 30 or 40 bucks shipped to America. Yeah, I think, uh, was it Golden Age Nerd? Gold <laughs> I hope I'm saying that right. Golden Age Nerd was like yeah. saying he, he got like, a, he saw like a deal for like 35 bucks in box with everything. Yeah. That's pr I think that's a good deal, you know? And, um, you know, I mean, usually, uh, uh, you know, Japanese sellers tend to take a little bit better care other stuff i mean they, they have higher standards for what is acceptable you know so it's like they if it does have any damage on it they will list it very clearly um and and then if it you know nine times out of ten it'll just be like almost unused you know or just very well kept so because yeah, these american ones i'm looking on the bite now is ridiculously expensive for a u.s one yeah it's it like is ridiculous the things that you don't i'll say right now you don't need a u.s modem to do this you don't yeah. need a U.S. modem. That is correct. It, e either one works perfectly fine. And right now, everything's capped at 14.4 anyway. I think I think Joe mentioned the fact that he might end up messing around with unthrottling the connections and seeing if there's any benefit with the with the U.S. Netlinks 28.8 BPS. But I'm thinking that the games 
weren't designed to take advantage of that extra speed, that it was just the browser. And from what I understand watching that Catapult documentary is that the that it doesn't really matter how much data that you can send, but it's just how quickly you can get it over there. So it really just has to do with, um, it doesn't need to be, you know, like 28. It doesn't need to be a huge amount of information per second. It, it just has to be very, very quick, you know. It's button presses, basically. Pressing all the buttons. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm going to search right now for it on Amazon Japan. And, yeah, I'm seeing, uh, actually, I'm seeing a really good bundle. It's an arcade stick, three controllers, and the Netlink right now. It's for bid for, uh, for like, 100 yen. Learning. Mm-hmm. I might have to hop into that, but it comes with a fight stick, three controllers, and dubious condition. I'll put it on the screen right here. I forgot that I could do that. I'm not limited to our technology. Yeah, anymore. yeah. You you can actually show I folks forgot. stuff. But yeah. Now, now on, Pat, uh, as of uh, June first, Japanese shipping went up. Just to let you know. Uh-oh. Yeah. I mean, it's pro- it probably still would be more affordable to get this than buying locally, anyways, or in America, even with that shipping. But yeah, this is a really killer deal. This is a uh, uh, I'll see if I can put the link in the chat, so you guys, if you really want to bid on it, uh, don't yell at me if it goes up, but this is what I was looking at right here, it's these three controllers in a bundle, the, the fight stick, and the netlink modem, three memory car- cards, and a, and a, a ramp pack, and a uh, 3D controller right now, the, it's, the bid's at 100 yen, or 1000 yen, so about mm. 7 bucks, it, it'll probably more likely go up. But I mean, if you can get this for like a hundred dollars, this is a that would be a killer deal right there, right? Like that'd be um, a honestly, one fifty is still a killer deal. Yeah, yeah. There was a question about Mac being compatible. I believe this is a anything that anything that's compatible with Python, Knight. So you said like a, Macs can run Python. So somebody with a Mac computer could just run the script on Python and it would work. Yeah, I mean, Mac and Linux are very similar. Linux. They're both on uh, right. Unix, Unix, so it's very similar. So there's no reason why we wouldn't think this would not work on Mac. But yeah, if you guys haven't tried yet, I own a Mac. We could try it after the show at some point, and we could verify for everybody. Mm-hmm. Right at the show, or uh, or uh, Michael C could uh, get the setup and uh, and verify for everybody <laughs> since exactly. he's on a Mac. <laughs> but seriously, it is a, it is an old like um, version of Python because DreamPy is written on Python 2.7, so you will have to use Python 2.7. Don't go downloading Python 3 and thinking this is going to work. Uh, they had to go with the older version just to make it compatible with DreamPy. Um, but I also wanted to mention that Cameron Zaiden, who is also a big part of, uh, you know, Netlink, bringing Netlink back online, uh, did a lot of testing with Joe back when the VoIP setting was, with the VoIP setup was just brand new and everything. And Cameron, he brought back the, he brought back the scoring on uh, Sega Touring Car, and he helped bring back the Netlink Zone stuff. Um, he's actually working on resurrecting this is a work in progress but um he's working on resurrecting the uh the online save functionality um let me just see what it was so essentially um essentially what he's trying to do is restore the online save file system that planet web had um where i'm not I'm, i'm guessing you have the ability to share and transfer save files online you know from so two people just link up using this tunneling method and are able to like shoot saves over to each other's saturns you know 
and that way it, and it maintains the the Saturn safe format, you know. Verse, uh, so that you could technically just download it on your end through the Planet Web browser, and it would save to your cartridge memory. Sorry, it would save to your internal memory in the correct format, rather than having to like shoot it to somebody through Discord or something like that. And I mean, technically, with Sling as a save game copier, we do have the ability to share saves. But this is cool that he's trying to like bring back the original functionality. So yeah, I think that that's really awesome. Yeah, Shouts so to. Oh, go ahead. I just want to say that I sent a link in the Discord to the search for. Netlink expand modems on Yahoo Auctions Japan. It's kind of hard to search because you have to actually search by the Japanese uh, of it, like the Japanese right. writing of it, like in Japanese. So I did, and there's a couple of them. There's some that are that are decently priced, like the whole bundle of fifty. There's fifty bucks, but there's a couple of them for bid. Just the modem itself for uh, for about ten to ten to twenty bucks. Uh, it's looking like. Mm -hmm. So yeah, uh, some of these are pricey. Some of these are you know reasonably yeah. affordable, but like. I mean, if you get like, like I mean, I think sixty bucks is a pretty decent deal on this one right here. Yeah, the whole don't, full package and everything. So don't. I would say that if if folks are even marginally interested in playing Saturn games online, don't hesitate to buy one now. Um, these are only going to go up in price as the demand goes up, um, and then obviously the. Uh, the uh, supply is going to go down. <laughs> that's just how these things work. And I'm so, and I'm out. You know, unfortunately, unfortunately, that's the way that it is. And, and you'll have some folks getting them just to collect. Um, but that's what happened with the VCD card. Unfortunately, you know, like word got out that people were working on, you know, bringing Lunar back or like doing stuff with the VCD card. Boom, that thing shot up. I can tell you the VCD card used to be 50 bucks all day, every day on eBay no longer is that the case and and i don't know why the modem stayed so low for so long but i imagine that it's just because people didn't really know how to get any use out of it uh whereas with the vcd card you could at least you know mess around with putting vcds in your saturn and stuff like that so for a long time people just kind of considered oh the table's gone <laughs> did your discord crash no 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 i okay. i actually hit the the capture instead of the browser okay we're taking you guys behind the curtain. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> anyway, seriously. Yeah, no. But yeah, like if you, like I said, if you really want to get one, definitely Yahoo Auction Japan is probably your best friend. Uh, yeah. Honestly, as much as I'm no competition, I drag competition to it. I do really want to bid on that that bundle right that I saw with the the memory cards, the RAM thing, the QE controllers, the stick, right. and the things. So I think I'm gonna put my hat into bidding on that because I think it's yeah. cool and I think I'd like all of that. So, you know, so good luck, everybody. Sh share I this out. Share this with people that, you know, yeah. get more people excited and interested in getting online with the Saturn. Have them send them to our discord. OK, and they can drop in on our Netlink expand chat. If you have any questions, there's somebody will be online who could probably answer the questions you have. So, you know, get into our discord, get in the Netlink expand chat. Ask whatever questions you may have. We'll get you set up, and we'll add you to our Netlink roster, and uh, which is an actual role on our Discord server, so you can actually just at the Netlink roster yeah. when you want to find somebody. Uh, you you get to be part of the Cool Kids Club. There you go, and and hopefully we'll get a bigger install base going here, which will be you know awesome. What? I will I will uh, I will say this: if I win that auction with that stuff, I'll put the put it back on the thing. If I win this auction, I will give away the the, the modem somebody in our discord but you have to be in the discord and you have to 
buy like if I I think I do entries by whoever buys a VoIP adapter, I will give I will I will give it to the first person or maybe I'll do a raffle if it's multiple people. Mm -hmm. But I have to win this first. I will give it away and send it to whoever whoever got the VoIP adapter first to show that they're going to do it. So I want to give it yeah. away, but I don't want to give wait, it to somebody. Wait, wait. Not the VoIP adapter. You mean the modem, not the VoIP adapter. Sorry, We're yeah, trying sorry. to phase it out. The, the modem, sorry. So either the VoIP, if you want to do the VoIP adapter, you can. If you get the VoIP adapter, a little modem thing that Dave has, if you want to mm -hmm. lift that back up, Dave. I don't know, is uh, it still near you? That thing? Yeah, so you get one of those or the, the VoIP adapter. I don't have a box for it now, but... Get one yeah. of those. I will, and I win this. I don't know if I'm going to. I'm gonna put a bin for 150 and hope I get it. If not, I'm just gonna call it. But I have a question. What? So, do you already own a 3D control pad? Like a I U, don't like actually know. You don't own a 3D control. Okay, I, I thought you had one. Can I was gonna say if you got if you already had a black one and then you got the white one, it'd be cool to do a button swap. So you have like the white with the black buttons. That looks really neat. Really sick. Yeah. And then a black controller with the colored buttons looks kind of cool too. Yeah. I've seen people do those. Yeah, but I just think it'd be kind of cool to have more, I guess, an of an arsenal, yeah. I guess, per se. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. you can never have too many Saturn controllers, if you know what I'm saying. It is weird, yeah. though, that they're, that they're all colored lightly differently, and they're, in, they're all come in the box, which I think is kind of funny or weird. You know, there was a... I don't know. I have so many pie in the sky ideas when it comes to uh, there's a, there's a thing there's this disc. I'm sure people who have bought a Japanese modem are familiar with it, but it's called Habitat, and it was like an online community kind of thing that ran on uh, that ran on the Nifty servers, the same ones that uh, Dragon uh, Nifty, whatever uh, Dragon <laughs> Den, Dra not Dragon's Den. What was the what was the game? What was the like? The game that ran online, and I can't think of it now. <laughs> anyway, uh, so uh, I'm having a brain fart right now. But anyway, yeah, Nifty Serve. Uh, it was like Fujitsu and Nifty Serve. You had you had yourself like the modem, and you had like the the floppy disk drive, and you'd have Dragon Dragon's Dream. That's what I was thinking. Dream, so Dragon, yeah. yeah, Dragon's Dream was that cross-platform PC and Sega Saturn RPG that ran on like a hybrid server. Um, and, and PC players and uh, Windows 98 and Saturn players played uh, at the same time, like on the same servers. It was crazy. But there was, a, there was another thing called Habitat that was kind of like Facebook before Facebook or whatever. It was just, a, it was just like a social network, right? And uh, you had like avatar, little people avatars and stuff like that. And, um, you know, I used, to, I used to think that it could just never be possible to get something like that back online. But when I've seen, like, what they've done with, like, the PSO servers and stuff like that, like, faking, faking these servers and uh, figuring out how to get these things back online, I, c I imagine it might be possible in the future for somebody to figure out how to get that thing back online. I don't know. The, the thing with Dragon's Dream is that uh, it would be so much translation work. And I, I think that probably a lot of the code is missing because it probably lived on the servers but with habit habitat i just wonder if it would be if it would be possible to fake that server yeah so i'm looking at, so i've seen the chat i have not won this yet i did not buy it so don't get anything until i do i'll, I'll make an announcement but don't like get the adapters right now because i'm not going to get you anything <laughs> if i don't win it i'm not going to be able to send anything because i don't have one i just want to Make right. that clear in the chat before anybody buys anything or makes any purchases for the VoIP, the, the VoIP adapter or the, the modem. I I don't have anything in hand yet, so just, like, cool the jets until I get that. Just want to 
throw that out there to let people know. This is this is this isn't a definitely gonna happen. It's like a maybe thing if I get this if I buy this. So if I can get it, I will give away some things. I don't know. Maybe I might I, I might do a memory card and the VoIP adapter, like maybe a second place thing. So we'll figure it out. But yeah. Uh I actually noticed that Bob actually pointed us in the direction of the netlink stuff because I think people were asking about that. So mm -hmm. that was kind of cool in, in the QA that people are, were getting more people into it through the articles, which I'm actually, yeah. I wanted to shout out for you, Dave, because I think uh, one of the articles that, that he pointed out that got a lot of attention was the peripheral one that even got shared out to like different people that didn't know who we were, which I think it's is really cool. Serious. You're talking about the Tosaki interview, right? Yeah. Kenji Tosaki. Yeah. Like actually just last night I typed in, in quotations, virtual visor. And it's crazy, like how much that thing is blowing up, and people are talking about it on Reddit and Reset Era and uh, like uh, Sega Sixteen and the oh, wow. Atari forum. quoting your article and stuff. Yeah, like, well, they're yeah, they're quoting the interview, and they're like, um, you know, it's it it's legit, like new information. Like nobody really knew about it. Nobody had access to those pictures before he shared them. So, um, I mean, it's not like I, I don't take credit for what. Tosaki-san uh, revealed to us, but I'm certainly glad that he did, you know, because that's awesome to have that information. And I'm actually really looking forward to, uh, I'm just looking forward to um, seeing seeing Nick's video come out soon about about Virtual Cop and hopefully incorporate some of that info information as well. He's going to be like, I found this all by myself and Shiro is garbage. No. Yeah. He's not what was really that. cool about that around. Virtual Visor, though, was that, like, smoke shield that comes down. Um, oh, that, was it, it, that, that, it, that it makes it kind of like a mixed reality or augmented reality uh, headset. I think yeah. that that's kind of unique when it comes when it comes to like all those diff all those various uh, headset projects. That's kind of the, one of the first, you know, attempts at augmented reality in the home. That is. Yeah, but I'm looking. I'm looking at the uh, like Google. There's a lot of like articles. Like yeah, Reset Era popped it up. I, yeah. I quote articles. Uh, Sega Retro on the forums. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Retro RGB between Saturn Dave. Yeah. So somebody really said cool. that I some somebody said that I uh that I mixed up the I don't know that I that I got some something confused with something else. I, I, I was pretty certain that the Mega Visor though, the, the Mega Visor was used for the Netmerk games for the theme park Netmerk yeah, games. That's I, that I, was my I think I think the, what it was is that that was used, but I think there's another visor that was being created for the the, the Genesis that was canceled. Well, yeah, I mentioned I mentioned in the article I was like, okay. does this have anything to do with Sega VR? And he said it's a completely different project, but okay, but they're related. They're related in so much as at that time Sega was trying desperately through multiple attempts and multiple different branches of the company to develop a working VR system. So they, so in other words, they didn't just have all their eggs in one basket. They, they, they had, um, what was that? Ideo or something like that? Ideo was one, Kojima. Yeah. My favorite. Not, not <laughs> I think it's Ideo or something like that. There was a company working on Sega VR, you know, for the Genesis. And then there was the company that in the theme parks working on the, the mega, it will, there was like AM4, you know, uh, doing, uh, doing like the, the theme park stuff with the mega visor. So and essentially then, there was three different VR projects that, that three that were separate. At least, yeah, at least three different VR projects. Jesus, there might have been man. other stuff on paper, but these are the three that had 
actual like working either working iterations or working prototypes yeah exactly and it's kind of crazy like so they really were pushing for that you know and then of course there was a technology there was the the spinning mirrors technology which nintendo went with and sega didn't go with because they just didn't feel like it was a no it's it's that's one gamble that they didn't take that um that actually helped them out, you know, because look at how much uh, Virtual Boy flopped, right? Yeah, that's that's fair. I, I think uh, I think yeah, I think after I'm glad that you know their only really major failure was the really 32x per se. Their only major failure? <laughs> no, I meant like I mean, one of like the the biggest flops of that. I, yes. I guess maybe the Game Gear yeah. kind of as well, but like I no, mean, you're. Yeah, Sega CD, Game Gear. I, I don't. 32X. I don't know. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say the the CD was a flop though. I think. Oh, it did, I mean, did I think it's well. great. I think it's great. It, it it did okay. It did okay commercially. It was not like, it wasn't hated like the 32x or completely misunderstood. Like, what the hell is this garbage? I mean, like, if you could afford it, it's like it's one of those. I went over to like my rich kid friends' house houses, and they had the 32x, you know, and they had lethal enforcers yeah. with the gun, and it, like I couldn't afford it. Or sorry, not a 32x, a, a Sega CD. I couldn't afford a Sega CD when I was a kid, uh, but it was like an expensive attachment that I just couldn't sell my folks on, you know. So, so you you're you're only able to associate the rich kids rich enough for the 32x and not a Neo Geo. Sega CD, Sega CD. Sega CD and 32X, but Neo you can get Neo Geo friends. So Neo, Neo Geo was not a blip on my radar. Like, I don't know. I wasn't there. reading the right magazines. To me, Neo Geo was like, there was this pizza joint called Godfather's Pizza. And I would go to that that Godfather's Pizza and my parents, would, while they were ordering, I'd go into the back and there was a, there was a four game cab, Neo Geo cab with the stripes. Let, and let, me, guess to, it, let me guess, it had, it had a Metal Slug 2 on it. It had... Nope. Nope. Didn't have Metal Slug 2. No, crazy. It had. It had viewpoint. It really? had bubble bobble. Oh, it had it had baseball stars too. Okay. And then it and then the fourth game, I have trouble remember. It could have been a Metal Slug game. I'm not sure. Yeah. But I don't have strong memory. No, the fourth one was the the fighting uh samurai showdown. Sam show yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, Sam yeah, showdown. Like I almost I, like I'm convinced every single Neo Geo cab I've ever run into always had Metal Slug 2 on it. I don't know why, I don't know how, but every one I ran into always has a Metal Slug 2 in it. And that's why yeah. every time I have I I with my Saturn or my Neo Geo setup, I keep Metal Slug in there too as a reference to that. So, no it's matter It's like one of the best games ever made. It's one of the best, certainly one of the best Neo Geo games, but easily one of the best games. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the thing is that I think the my only caveat is the lag on it and I think Metal Slug X fixes a lot of that. Sure. But I just like honestly I think the lag is the f- part of that game, but man, it definitely gets yeah. really laggy on Metal Slug 2, but it just shows how hard they were pushing the Neo Geo There's at that so point. There's so much going on. There's just so much going on on screen. It's crazy. But yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, but I guess getting back to it, I just think it's really cool that we're getting shot at. Well, specifically, you are getting shot on all these sites, and Shiro is getting all this well, publicity be, for that. It should be us. I don't know why. Yeah, so I don't know why they're shouting me. I'll be honest with you. I mean, the, you did the interview, so I'm counting you. That's your win. 
I'll let you have but that. But the cool thing, the the cool thing is actually our community did the interview, and I owe a lot of people thanks. Like everybody who r responded to our tweet and got in the group and and asked questions. Oh, thank I thought you, it was all you that asked those questions. I didn't no, think there was anyone. No, 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 no. I and I did a. There's a disclaimer at the beginning that says um, it, these questions. It's this interview was conducted in a nonlinear fashion uh, by our Facebook group. And that, uh, and I just put everything, all the, I just put it as Shiro, you know? Yeah. Shiro. But I mean, Nick had questions in there. Cameron, you know, uh, Sundane, you know, he had questions in there. Yeah. We had, like, we had a lot of people in there asking questions. So yeah, it was actually a community effort. And so yeah, it's actually shouts to shouts to the Shiro community for exactly. you know it's thinking of job, thinking guys. of some great great questions and and of course Tosaki you know he kind of fell out of the sky into our lap I have to admit like that was kind of crazy you don't really see that, right. that often like usually you have to have like twenty five uh twenty five like things to talk about to like get permission to do it and well this one's yeah just like, like yeah hi I'll do it. Long, I, I, yeah, I don't want to like go into like personal stuff, uh, but apparently he just had a lot of time on his hands. I'll just say that. Okay. He just fair. had a lot of time on his hands, so he was like, uh, "I don't have anything better to do, so here we go." But, uh, but yeah, I kind of want to, kind of want to write him a really polite letter and asking uh, if he knows if he has like Yuji Naka's personal cell phone number. <laughs> no, I'm just I, I, don't, I don't. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think Yuji Naka would be inclined to even talk to us at all. I don't know. Like, I mean, he said he worked really close with Naka, like on the on the night stuff, on the Chow Garden stuff, you know, the VMU and stuff like that. So um, maybe he still is in contact with Naka. And of course, like if I had the opportunity to interview Naka, I would keep it super respectful. Like I, I wouldn't even talk about anything he doesn't want to talk about. I have so many questions. Honestly, I'd probably I'd probably just keep asking him about Sonic Adventure because. Honestly, as much as I love, well, actually, the, the the two things is Sonic Adventure, and you could probably take a wild guess what my second one would be. I'd ask him about a wild guess. Just take a wild guess. What, what the second thing I talked to him about involving music on Sonic Three? Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I would honestly ask him about that. You are. We actually have to talk with that. about that. It's you it's a fascinating obsessed. story. It's fascinating. That is a like, lifetime obsession for you. I, the thing is that it's just a fascinating story ever since I heard it. And, like, yeah. uh, we actually have some, clo like, slight closure on it, too. Give me a second. Let's take a sip of this. I mean, I... I didn't even talk about that. Sorry about that. I'm yeah. Getting a little bit dry on that. But, yeah, um, I also pulled the Twitter while I do it. Uh, but, yeah, um, we there was actually an out-of-the-blue interview with Brad Buxer... Like, uh, like just him talking about yeah, uh, Michael Jackson, <laughs> where he basically just said, oh, yeah, I worked with him on it, but it pretty much was just me doing most of the game. And like, mm -hmm. like I sort of imagined that the majority of it was Brad Buxer, not saying that Michael didn't commit anything to it and he was lazy or anything like that, but like that was sort of my, my theory on that as well, that indeed it was the case that it was Brad just doing the... Uh, most of the work while Michael contributed here and there. Right. It, it really is Michael Jackson. I'll pull up the, the video of it. I'm not, I won't put on the sound, but you guys look at the... But yeah, it was just basically just him talking about saying that he did a lot of the, that forward work with it. Mm -hmm. And that he, uh, you know, worked with him on Sonic 3. Uh, he did most of it. He came to, like, to Michael Jackson's room talking about... Uh, talking about some of the music and stuff of it. And so the, the Sonic... The Stranger in Moscow stuff... 
But yeah, for the most part, they it confirmed that most of the stuff and most of the soundtrack was uh what that Michael contributed to was the last song Stranger in Moscow. Which I makes wonder sense. if he's gonna get sued by Michael's estate. <laughs> uh, they don't care. They probably don't even care don't at this care. point. Well, everybody we've asked up to this point is like, "Oh, I can't talk to him about it. I'm still under NDA or something like that." Honestly, you know? I think there's legal stuff with it, and it seems like yeah. it got cleared up in a way because, like before, you, like you couldn't get an interview out of him. Like you had to like cry right. teeth to get anything. Like something, I've tried, yeah, something I've tried messaging his agents. I tried messaging his record label. I, I could know. not get an inter- like, and I'm local too, so I even sold it. Of oh, I was a big fan of the Jetsons. I mean, you asked Kalinsky, you asked Kalinsky live, right? And he essentially told, he essentially said, "I can't talk about this." Yeah. If he could talk about, if it, if the answer was no, he could talk about it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So he yeah, essentially so, confirmed yeah. because he said, "I can't talk about this." The thing you is, know? is that is that my thing is that I don't need confirmation. I know 100. percent Right. That Michael Jackson did have involvement with the soundtrack. Like, there's no yeah. debate on that. That's a proven fact. It's proven by the people they worked with, the people yeah. in, in STI, and all these other ones that did prove that, yes, he did indeed work on the soundtrack. The question is, at what capacity, what was his role, how to get started? It's the in-between that is, is really missing and what exactly he contributed to and not. But, I mean, you could easily tell by the songs and what the songs are based off of so mm-hmm. easily ice cap zone with jam uh, stranger in moscow with the credits yeah, exactly uh, knuckles theme with um i think it's uh blood on the dance floor yeah uh and a bunch of other ones and of course you know the the who's and and he he and the he he's and stuff in the songs definitely right. have a michael jackson basis to it right so the question is Per se is that I'd love like to. I guess my end game with this, I'd love to definitive list. I'd love like a timeline. I'd love like documents, like photos, like maybe some notes or something or some demos. Just something like neat like that, like a behind the scenes thing. I'm not asking. Right. Well, like, I, what I'm asked for is not the end of the world, but I know that all this legal stuff, especially with Michael Jackson, who was the biggest musician in the world, one of the best selling musicians of all time, how difficult it could be in that situation, especially. Knowing his controversies as well, it's definitely a a difficult uh, situation to be. I think I said Car- Carnival Night Zone. I think Dan Thrax with the uh, with the jam. I think maybe I said something else, but but yeah. Uh, like I said, I'm just happy that they confirmed. But uh, uh, along with that, we also got some. I have a ha- I have a hot take though. Yeah, you do that while I pull up the uh, the next well, thing about. So this. people might not like this, but I'm not a fan of Sonic 3's music. <laughs> I never mm. have been. I like Masato Nakamura's uh, music much better. And uh and that isn't like anything against Michael Jackson. I just even as a even as a kid, like I liked Sonic 1 and Sonic 2. I liked the music a lot better. And then I love the stuff that Richard Jakes did uh on like 3D Blast and Sonic uh Sonic R and everything like that. Like he just had a great I, I I'm sorry, you know, and and so yeah, maybe I lose my Sega license for not liking the music from oh, Sonic no, 3. Oh no, oh but... no, Dave, Discord disconnected. Oh no, oh no, Dave, uh, Dave, uh, crashed. Where oh no, I... guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. you're back. But no, it's uh, but no, I can I can understand that. It's but okay. Yeah. Like some of it's some of it is better than other. Some tracks are better than other. I love the music from Sonic CD though, like that that thing. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. Sonic, Sonic CD was great. The best one. 
What would you say, like, if you had to choose, like, if I held a gun to your head, do you like the Japanese version of Sonic CD or the U.S. version of Sonic CD? Uh, you know what? I'm going to do the cop-out and just say both because they're both fantastic. No. Bam, you're dead. The, the thing is that is that they're both really good for their own reasons. Like, I love yes. I love music, and I just think right. that oh no, I I disconnected from Discord now. Let me just disconnect. Yeah, I, I disconnected now. But no, uh, <laughs> the thing is is that I think that both the soundtracks both have both their merits, pluses and minuses, and I really enjoy yeah. what they do with both soundtracks. Mm-hmm. If I had to pick one, so say you had a gun in my head and it's like I had to pick one mm-hmm. and only one to listen to for the rest of my life, it mm-hmm. obviously would be the Japanese soundtrack, but that's mostly because it is there based you on, you know, that Michael Jackson stuff and like that sort of the that popping and stuff, like the stuff that Michael Jackson like sort of uh, I guess sort of worked was was his but bread it and does butter. have it does have a more like J pop influence in areas, you know what I'm saying? Like it def- definitely they're but like you say, I think the cor- you answered correctly. Both are great. Uh, it's nice to have both as an option. Uh, but yeah, I think I, I think I end up listening to the Japanese one more, like in the car or whatever. I just end up flipping over to those tracks more often. And yes, I do listen to Genesis music in the car. <laughs> he does. He watched. Goes on the street. I do actually. Gen- Genesis slaps in the car, like the bass, like some of those tracks. Listen to the. Uh, I like arcade tunes, okay? Like uh, Galaxy Force 2 is great. The arcade version mm-hmm. is great. But actually, the Genesis uh, interpretation is actually quite good as well. And uh, I love, like, the Sakimoto stuff on the Genesis. Like, uh, like what's that game? Veritex. That one sounds great. Honestly, uh, so, uh, honestly I'm going to get a lot of hate, and I'll probably get disconnected from Discord again. But, like, honestly, I think I prefer the this, this SNES soundtrack to Genesis. I know that's that's really blasphemous. You like to say. samples. You like samples. Yeah, I I like the samples. I like the strings, the string sound to it. But like, don't get me wrong. I love I love X sixty eight thousand stuff, especially on Neo Geo. Yeah. But I don't know for some reason like the butt the butts the 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 diarrhea butt sounds the digital synth butt sounds. And it kind of gets to me after a while. Maybe that's you're just, just me, listening though. to the wrong. You're just listening to the wrong stuff. That's all. Maybe. I could, no, you're not. Maybe you are like that's that's the thing is I, I completely agree with you 100 uh, percent. So, yeah, there's a lot of trash on Genesis. Don't get me wrong. There's a ton of trash. Pro- you're probably there's probably more trash on Genesis in terms of music than there is on SNES for that reason, because at least on SNES, you know, if you had a half con- competent music engineer, he could figure out how to get those samples working and stuff like that. And there's some really good stuff on SNES as well, you know. But I, there's some excellent hidden gems, <laughs> to use that, that that term, hidden gems. There's some excellent stuff on Genesis that I'll yeah, share with you. Yeah, there's a lot of really good stuff. Like I love, uh, I, I love Zero Wing soundtrack on Genesis. That's really good. Oh yeah, for sure. I so actually have like, that on vinyl too. I think did it, I show that off. I can't remember. Yeah, Genesis was a tough, tough nut to crack. I think a lot of people were using the wrong tools. You know, they were using like the same recycled music creation tool that just basically shit out the same tired fart music that you're talking about, you know? Yeah. Like, wah, wah. But no, like, seriously, though, like, because oh, I say that and I prefer wah, it, but... Wah, wah. Yeah, the wah, like the, you know, the high... Like the, like the toe jam and the roll? Yeah, just like a bunch of farting sounds, digital farts. But the thing is that I pick on it, but some of my favorite soundtracks of all time are on Genesis. 
Like, for example, Snatcher, amazing, amazing soundtrack. Like, that soundtrack is hands down my favorite, one of my favorite soundtracks of all time. Using the Genesis. Genesis it's so good. Chip, like chips and all that. Yeah. On top that's of the, great... of course, the, 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 the red book audio CDs. Uh, and, um, yeah. When you walk, when you walk up to Mika's, uh, reception desk, you know, the music mm-hmm. that plays in the lobby there. Yeah. No other version of Snatcher is, is as good as that. Like sounds as crisp as that. And as good as that track. Look on the Sega CD. Yeah, exactly. Really good one. I, I love that. That That's one of my favorite tracks. That one. Um, I like uh I like Jamie's theme in that. That's really good. Yeah. Yes. Uh the the slow uh the the slow um, like the the recap ones the slow version the slow version of the song the theme. There's just so yeah. many good good tunes on that soundtrack. And that's why I love it so much and why I think that yeah. Well, I do. I am harsh and I do prefer the SNES sound the the SNES the SNES sound chip and synthesis. Right. I have to say that you know I can't deny how great you know you know, Snatcher is and how that's my favorite. But yeah, there's so many good ones. You know, there's the Rocket Knight Adventure. Rocket Knight Adventures on, Gen- on Genesis is so good. There's Snatcher, so like I said. There's Snatcher. Uh, yeah, Zero you Wing. Should, you should ja- definitely check out Streets of Veritex. Veritex is great. Oh, Streets of Rage, too. Yeah. Yuzo Kashiro. Oh my gosh, it's phenomenal. I could listen to that at a club. That that soundtrack is so good. Um, but you should check, check out some lesser-known stuff like... Uh, like um what's that demon uh it's like a pinball game and it's a uh, devil world I, I, de- devil yes it's like devil something is Ghoulish. that the one that was for the uh is the graphics too mm, devilish is the name of the game oh, devilish, so devilish okay. uh you got very you've got um some other really really good ones galaxy force 2 like i said is great uh the uh, virtual racing soundtrack came over pretty darn good like to the to the genesis sound chip of course there were obviously many iterations of that but oh and if you do check out uh, an snes soundtrack check out plock not a great game but really good music <laughs> muy bueno muy bueno muy bueno yeah but yeah but, uh, I, sorry yeah no, I'll, yeah. finish up your, I'll let you finish your thought, and then I'll jump in to what something else. What were we even to. talking to? Oh, yeah, I don't like Sonic 3's music that much. No. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I'm seeing in the chat. Uh, people are asking about the, the the Snatcher OST. And yeah, basically, in the, in the Saturn version and the PS1 version, they did change up the soundtrack quite a bit, and they yeah. changed some themes. And honestly, I think they did it for the worst, because I talked every Snatcher fan, every, even the people that mm-hmm. licensed the... That did it. Like I talked to the yeah. guys at Chip the Shore about that soundtrack. They said, "Yeah, we picked the Snatcher one because it's the one that actually sounded good, or the Macy was like the actual good version of it." Right. Like I mean, yeah. because the PC Engine is relatively the same, but even then, a lot of people agree that the, the Mega CD version of it is the best sounding version of the Snatcher soundtrack. Popful Mail also has a really good soundtrack. Which one? Popful Mail. Yeah, no, I meant like for Snatcher, for the Snatcher oh, game right, in general, right, right, for the definitive right. version. Oh, but you know, you sent me that Christmas track from the Saturn version, you know, the little Jingle yeah. Bells jazz, jazz version. I like that. I play that now every Christmas. <laughs> it's really good. I think that's probably one of the, one of the upper the the best parts of it. But I think uh yeah. I think like like um Shadow Master was talking in the chat, he'd love to have a version of it where a version of Snatcher where it has it's for the Saturn but it has all the music from the game yeah. from the the genesis of the genesis version yeah and just able to use that just so you know you get the best of both worlds you get the updated graphics you get the updated gameplay and stuff but you get the mm-hmm. 
the music that people love and cherish. And I think uh, absolutely. And like, like I said, I think it says volumes where that's the official vinyl soundtrack of that released. It is. Yeah. So yeah. it doesn't get much better than that when it comes to video game soundtracks. Exactly. But uh, I just want to move to another news article that yeah, uh, we, we write these up because they're so small. I didn't really think they justified articles really. Right. But I'll talk about them anyways. But the next thing I want to talk about was uh, this we tweeted out on Twitter. Of course, that we do on Twitter. It is a news article. I guess they did an interview uh, of Katie Chris on Sonic and Knuckles saying basically that they can't use all this original sounds from Sonic and 3 Knuckles. But uh, June Sinoy, I. June Sinoy. June Sinoy, I think he did the. Didn't he do the original one and two? Or did For... he just do. Was he just part of the, the Sonic 3, the, the Sonic 3 OS? Yeah, the... I don't know. I thought it was Masato Nakamura who did the 1 and 2. You know, dreams dreams come true? Yeah, that's that's probably what... I think they might have been working on 3. It might be somebody else. But essentially that they're they're adapting the music, the original music that was composed in 1993 for Origins. Yeah. So I'm guessing what they mean by that is that they're going to look come, go back to the tracks that were originally composed before Michael came in. And modify those to be better. I uh, I think I could play the sound in here. Let me play the interview. I'll see if I if you let me know if you guys can hear it in the chat. In Sonic Three and Knuckles. So while unfortunately we can't use all of the original sounds from the Sega Genesis version of the game, June Sinoe has been oh, working really right, hard right. to adapt the June original Sinoe music was. that was composed in 1993 for Sonic Origins. And he's been going so far as reproducing it with the same sound chip from the Sega Genesis and using his own digital audio tape collection to make this like as faithful to the originals as possible. And I'm honestly, I'm hoping we can get June on stream. Yeah, so essentially, essentially, it looks like that they're not going to be able to have the original original OST with with the uh, Michaels and possibly Blair Buxer's stuff. I would like to think that it's not coincidental that Blair Buxer started talking about that when, like, he, like when this was being announced and after this was announced. So I'd like to say that it's possible that we might get some things that they worked about. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if we might get everything. So there's a possibility still that we might get Brad stuff. But we might have, they might be different like credits or whatever is close to Michael Jackson's stuff. So maybe Carnival might change or something. But there's right. a chance we might get Ice Cap Zone if he worked with uh, Brad Buxman, which would be kind of cool. But yeah, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I see Dan that he's talking about uh, Snowy's working on the music that is in the league prototypes. Yeah, that's sort of what I meant is the, the original music before the team was, was brought on board. So. Because that, that's that because everyone thought that when Sonic uh, Sonic PC came out with that modified soundtrack that that was like a replacement, but actually it's the the reverse where the PC version actually the original music before Michael and Brad came on I forgot who else I think there might have been a couple other people on that team, but I'm fairly sure it was Brad and Michael that came on and did those tracks that were technically replaced. So uh, there's a chance that you know like I said that he's going to re redo them and get those and, and either tune them up or make sure they're one-to-one -one, or maybe it just might just be the prototype demos when they come out. We don't know for sure, but once that drops, they'll probably be able to uh, talk in greater detail on that and we'll be able to analyze it more. But if I had to gander a guess, 
my hopeful my hopefulness is that he basically read June goes back and redoes a lot of that and makes it sound a little bit more poppy and catchier. Mm-hmm. But my 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 sort of pessimistic view is that it's literally just going to be the 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 sound the the prototypes just copy and pasted into the image of it. That and that's sort of what I my thinking is on that. Uh, how do you feel about it, Dave? Same, basically. Same. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like it. the, yeah. But yeah, so. Bit of a sadness, but I get it. Yeah. It's, but, uh, can't have everything, right? <laughs> yeah, but uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully they'll be able to clarify that for us and then we can, you know, get some answers and... Once that game comes out, I imagine we'll have a lot of people going and like looking through it and checking out all the, uh, all the all the images and ripping every asset in that in that uh, that uh, image for that game. Mm -hmm. So we'll just have to look forward to that. But uh, we have no minutes left. We uh, oh, wow, it's that, okay. We can we go over. We blew, always we've been. Through, did we just blow through the show. Dang, <laughs> we blew through Dang, the dude. show. Same as well. I mean, we we have been. I I don't know. It's We've had fine, a lot of news, though. though and We've got a lot, lot to discuss. Yeah. So hope. I mean, the viewer, the viewer count's really up. So I'm guessing that. Well, we had a lot. Of, we had a lot of updates and stuff. You know, just stuff that wasn't really on on the record. But it was just like it's been yeah. going on. But yeah. This but, week, yeah, this week's been pretty fun for you know just exciting new things. But that that really just been more more of what we already reported on before. But you know. Yeah, but I appreciate everybody hopping in. Got a lot of nice, healthy 30 viewers right now, so... Tell us about these physical editions of Power Slave and D. No, I don't want to do that. I'm lazy. Yeah. No. So essentially, so, essentially, uh, so for those of you not in the know, uh, I don't know in D which company did D's, but I know for a fact that... Uh, was it Night Dive? I believe it was Night Dive that did the, the remake... The, I guess the release. Yeah, Night Dive. Of, the release uh, of Power Slave Exhumed, which is a clever, a clever combination of the U.S. and European title for for the game Power Slave and Exhumed. Mm -hmm. I thought that was kind of cute. So essentially, uh, Limited Run Games announced that they're going to be doing a physical edition of both Power Slave Exhumed and then uh, D. So I think the biggest surprise was D, because I don't think mm -hmm. to this point I even knew, we, we even knew D was getting a. A port, and the thing that's cool, it's coming for PC and the 3DO, so it's getting a re re uh, release on PC and the 3DO, which I think is really cool that they're actually going to come with a physical, like not only like a, a like a remaster on like a like a, oh, a like a modern console, but this is a 3DO. They're version just doing of it. a reprint. They're just like doing a reprint exactly uh, because the 3DO has no copy protection. You can just burn CDRs and stick it in there. So, so they're doing uh, if you. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, you know, I I, le I like the idea of more print, you know, new prints of 3DO games. I have a 3DO. Um, I'm a good target market for this kind of stuff because 3DO long boxes are A, expensive, and B, they look like shit by now <laughs> because they have not been taken good care of. <laughs> so if, you know, if, there, if we have the option to buy some new games, that'd be great. Yeah, so it, it's really cool. I'm really excited for that. I know that... Uh... Honestly, as much as I, I don't want to sound like a native Nancy, but as much as I like the, yeah, I'd love to see, love to see like uh like um the other ones like Enemy Zero and D two, getting re released. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. You know, I'd be I would be interested to 
play I would be interested to get D on the Switch and and see if there could be some quality of life improvements in any way. Um, it is it's one of those games where you ha you literally have you cannot save and you have to sit there and play for two hours and if you make any mistakes then it's, it's back to the beginning, back to beginning you know for so you. which is which is cool like I get it like Kenji Eno just had to do things his way and that was one of those kind of esoteric things that he insisted on and it, it does make it does kind of up the stakes i guess and if you play this on a halloween you know and uh you either use a guide or just you know don't make any mistakes mess up. um yeah maybe you've played it before and you know the ending don't spoil it for everybody but de Gino definitely does. i could see you know this being something that i would probably pick up for switch if if it did come out um i do love warps stuff i love d i love enemy zero so that's a trilogy that i wouldn't mind picking up uh to, to yeah. complete it it looks like it looks like night dive did both of them actually i did not know that i thought uh i thought they only yeah, they did, did down but that was oh cool yeah yeah yeah. That. yeah they did they've done a ton of stuff that night dive has yeah, done night a ton of hard stuff. to keep track of so it's like you i mean yeah I, I, like you gotta like cut me some slack here a little bit just a little bit because i didn't realize that they they did all of this, like they did System Shock, Doom, Sin, uh, Blood, Turok 2, uh, the original Turok, Game. Yeah. Yep. My favorite game. <laughs> game. <laughs> no, but yeah, here's, here's the full list. Yeah, Shadow. Descent, right? Shadow have, Man, uh... System Shock, Power Slave, Quake, Doom 64, Sin Gold, Forsaken, Turok 1 and 2. Yeah. Yada 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 yada, but not saying yada is disrespect. Just all these games that they're releasing, which I think is incredible because these games are fantastic. Like it's super cool that we're getting. Knight, sa Knight says that uh, D the D games are not really a trilogy. And, uh, I disagree. At least they're they're at least a trilogy in so much as uh, they're all Kenjiano games, and they all have a digital this digital actress named Laura, although her last name changes every time. Uh, I like Georgia. But, uh, yeah, but yeah, and, like uh, I said, I think this is really cool. Uh, it looks like that the that they're doing updates for Power Slave, giving like addressing a lot of bugs. Uh, it looks like they're not going to be doing any updates for D. I think they're just going to release it as is. But uh, there's no details on what's going to be inside of if there's going to be a collector's edition or whatnot. But from what I see, it's going to be very, very cool. So I mean, usually they do a lot of cool time. <laughs> the one thing that I'm waiting for that they have not had word yet is the Rondo of Blood uh, reprint for the uh, the PC engine. There's been no word on it, and they haven't said anything yeah. about that. So I've been patiently waiting since last year. So mm -hmm. I don't, I'm hoping we don't have to wait another year to be able to get these reprints. But uh, yeah, I'm right now. I'm still waiting for what they announced last year. So I'm hoping they'll come out with something fairly soon. But hopefully they learn their lesson with waiting forever and holding like the things hostage for months and potentially I've been years playing or that. So. I've been actually playing that on my Wii Virtual Console. You mean the one that's translated, right? It's supposed to come here in the U.S. translated. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> but yeah, what? it's it's supposed to be a reprint, but they already have these for ages, Half like the these, like the 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 translated ROM that's always that's already been a thing for quite a while now. Like Virtual like, Highlight did yeah. get a remake. It's called Elden Ring. <laughs> it's called Good Game. Like, it's called Good Game. <laughs> go play that instead. Yeah, go for it. 
Or better yet, plays Kingsfield or something if you really want a cla a, a really good game by the guys that bring you. But if you want if you want to run around in fair if you want to run around in fairy armor, <laughs> then play virtual highlight. Exactly. Or better yet, just don't. Just don't. <laughs> Save yourself the trouble. But yeah, um, yeah, I just want to thank. Uh, well, we'll have one more after this, but I just want to thank Dan for writing this up. It's really cool. Yeah, that absolutely. We got this, Thanks, this double whammy with this, so hopefully we'll be seeing these games soon, or probably not. No limited run. <laughs> probably not. So, yeah, sorry, it's crazy. Run. Like some some stuff, some stuff is easier to get a hold of. I, I noticed Best Buy has a deal, with, uh, some kind of um, exclusive deal with limited run stuff. So like I, I can always find limited run stuff at Best Buy and uh, like the Scott Pilgrim game on Switch was easily available. Towerfall, several different things that limited run or no wait, Tower that wasn't limited run, but Scott Pilgrim was, and yeah. that was easily available. So I guess with that they they made enough. You know they didn't limit it that much because I was able to get it at Best Buy, but you know I don't yeah. know how I don't know how that works. I don't know like how they decide what numbers they're going to print you know or, or how many you know what the demand is going to be for this they, stuff they probably but... just like eye it by like how many tweets like they probably they're like oh well like i got the like What's it's hundred thousand tweets if like half of the people buy that or like a quarter of that maybe they do something like that yeah but it's like hey a quarter of people retweeted or a quarter of people like if we if we take that quarter that they'll probably be the ones that buy it so we'd make a quarter of that and release it Shadow says, what's Best Buy? Quick question. Where did you buy games when you were a kid? Me? Oh, yeah, what was your go-to? Uh, Kmart. Kmart? Yeah? yeah. I think I bought a couple Sega games from Kmart. The thing I remember is that, Vector. It, it, we got Vector Man it, from it, it, Kmart. Sorry, there's Kmart and a Toys R Us that was by my house back in New Jersey. Yeah. So wait, how far far back are we talking? Are we talking as far back as you want to go. Okay. As well, far I, back I, as you were buying video games. Uh Jersey uh up to Jersey, it was uh, in Jersey. It was Kmart and uh, Kmart and Toys R Us. But there's this small shop. Uh, I I'll dock myself. It's in it's in this little area called Airport uh, Airport Plaza in Keyport, mm -hmm. New Jersey. Oh yeah. It was a small shop called the Game Factory where I not I got so many good games back in the day like. I remember, like, they had all these import, cool import games. Like, that's where I got my favorite, one of my favorite Dreamcast games, Super Magnetic Neo there. I still have the sticker, I think. Oh, on that's the, a great game. I love that on game. The on the box. I never took Dude, it off. Game Crazy. Blue Moon shouted Game Crazy. That was, like, that was my jam in uh, in my college days. Like, my high school and college days was Game Crazy. I like Game Crazy, but I always had, I almost got a, I actually have, like, every story I have about it is so negative, like, Really? When I, 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 I traded in Super Mario 64 and they gave me like 25 cents. What? I, I remember I was playing a it demo. It was Hollywood video, right? It was, yep. it was, it was associated video, with Hollywood video. Game Crazy. I loved Game Crazy. I hated GameSpot. Or sorry, GameStop. Like I, I had an axe to grind against GameStop because I loved Game Crazy so much. And when they closed down, a lot of them became GameStops. And uh, I had the, the loyalty club and everything like that. And we used to play Smash at Game Crazy. It was great. Well, that's the I thing. Got... That was, uh, that's actually my second story. I remember playing like Smash, like Smash Melee, because I remember it was before the game, the GameCube. Like, I got my GameCube in April of two thousand two, mm -hmm. and like I was playing it, and the and, I was, and the guy turned it off, and it was like he was like saying, "Oh, we're playing a Madden thing over here," and just turned the oh, screen yeah, off yeah, on yeah. me. And it's yeah. like, dude, what the? F that sucks. And like, I and guess like, it, yeah. 
and and I and then I applied for a job there, and I drove all the way there, and they left the message like like an like three minutes before saying, "Oh yeah, we had to cancel your interview because we're shutting down." Oh, that sucks. So like literally every story I have with so native. So you had bad experiences then, and you know what? It I, really I, comes I, down I to the, the people. The one. It comes down to the people, I guess, because people can ruin it for a place. I yeah. every game there were only like two game crazies that I really went to regularly, and everybody that worked there was so nice. And it's and they didn't do like the pressure sales tactics that GameStop did. They'd like we I could just stand there and talk about video games for hours. Um, I'd buy I'd buy boatloads of games from that place just because they were nice people and I wanted to buy games. Like I didn't have to be pressured into buying anything, um, but. Uh, as a kid, though, for me, it was like Toys R Us was the place I'd go when I just wanted to look and dream about games, but I couldn't really yeah. buy any of them, you know? Like, yeah, but it, 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 yeah. yeah, it is a sadness, but like, in all honesty, my favorite game store had to be that game, that game factory in, in yeah. New Jersey. It shut down, sadly. I think it was like in 8 or 9, 09, it shut down. Yeah. So that's been long gone for years. I used to play Yu-Gi-Oh! there a lot, too, back in the oh, day. Oh, really? Oh, that sounds, so that was like a mom and pops place, right? That was like a yeah. It's a really like, small yeah. shop. I liked it a lot, though. It's a. I actually, I actually had fantasies of if I ever had a lot of money, I would open my own store there. Yeah, so I'll totally thing. dox myself. But when I grew up, I, I I grew up in Reno, Nevada, and we had one major like we had all the com we had all the corporate places, but we had one major like mom and pops place, which was called Game Force, and the the dude that owned the shop he he like basically touted himself as like the best gamer on earth and he's like and if you can beat me at any game i could beat you at any single game in this store with with my eyes blindfolded and if you can beat me you can have the game for free like that was a challenge that he would like even at a commercial where he would challenge people to come into the store and challenge him at, at any game and if they could beat him that he they would get the game for free it was just ridiculous like this guy was a character but like i used to get I got my second Saturn from him. I got like all sorts of stuff from that guy. I got Mario. I got, well, Target. I went to Tar Target a lot as a little kid too, uh, because they had the kiosks where you could play the games, but electronics boutique in the mall and Walden software, which is like a place that a lot of people don't even hear about. I heard of Walden's Walden's, before. Walden software became an EB games after a while. And then that became a GameStop and the rest is history, but it, it was right across from Suncoast video. So I'd go to Suncoast to get some anime and then I go to like Walden software to get, you know, some games. Did you and stuff anime and... or did you get anime? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I got like legit. I got, I got anime, not the other kind. I remember, I remember, I remember at Suncoast. I don't know if you, if they had it at yours, but they had like an 18 plus anime section, like, and you'd like. I remember they didn't check it. And I was like, I think it was like 11 or 12, oh, just yeah. peeling back and just straight on, straight on breasts. It, it was, it was awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'd look at that stuff. I just wouldn't buy it. I really, <laughs> I really, I really, really wish I was old enough back then. I would have totally bought some. I'm not even gonna yeah. lie, just because it's a cool gimmick. Like, I don't know, like. I think physical adult anime stuff like that in person's it's it's weird if you buy yeah. it online, but yeah. like if you buy it like in person, there's a cool person. quality of it. It's like a yeah. oh man, look what you found. It's like you discover it like like you found the yeah. master sword, except <laughs> except something else mastering is going to be happening involving nice. those DVDs. So, but no, I just think it's really oh shit. I think they I think they shut the stream down. They heard. That's right. I'm just joking. That's it was right. lagging we pretty didn't. pretty badly, but but no, uh, 
But no, it was all DVDs, Trekkies. I really wish it was anime laser, adult anime laser disc stuff. But that DVDs. does exist. What are those? I'm talking VHS. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, Back no. In like I meant, 96, I, like, 97. Oh, no. This was like 2002, 2003 when oh, they still had okay. that. I don't even think Suncoast, the one that I went to, I don't think it was open in the 2000s. I think they had gone under. Yeah, it was still open and straggling till like 2004, I think, when it shut down by me. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it a bit of a sadness. I really like the. I really like Suncoast. It's a nice video store. I've heard oh, bad awesome. stories about people, though. Bad stories of people with their, their experiences, but well, you hear about stories cool. everywhere. But yeah, like I said, I'm I'm actually a big fan of collecting physical anime late, late, like DVDs and stuff. So yeah. I'll go to secondhand stores and I'll just search the DVD things just to find anything, and I'll buy any anime stuff. Just like if it's cool, if it's cool, and I and it's like obscure and it looks kind of neat, I'll give it a shot. Just because I love. Have... Huh? Do you already have Initial D on DVD? Uh, I only have third stage on DVD. Really? Yeah. I think I know. I, I think I know what. I, I have something nice. that I might bring to bring to the. Uh, I oh, mean, geez. I like it, but I don't really have my DVD player anymore. I have a PS2, but eh. Gonna bring me you like your initial D hentai stuff. DVDs? No, I have. I have the Japanese, so it is not. It, it, they're subs, but it is it is like the original Japanese TV series. That's um, fine. And it's, it's like like a box set, and it's imported from Japan, so um, it's the way to watch. And uh, it's also got third stage in there as well. So if you're, I can bring that to PRGE. Pop it down. Is there anything you wanted? I need to give Peter something at PRGE. No, that's okay. You don't have to give me anything. I'll get you just your death. presence. Just just. Just yourself. Yeah, we, I think we're going <laughs> to finalize things on tomorrow about that, right? And make sure we get everything down for that. Yeah, we need to figure out the hotel thing. I don't know. Once we get that down, I think we should be good to go. That's kind of what I'm waiting on to book my flight. I want to know like when I need to actually get in. Exactly. So I, you know I, I'm hoping like, we'll finalize hotel, that tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. If the hotel's booked, then I'm like, okay, I'll be booking. I'll be leaving at this time. I'll be getting there at this time. That kind of thing, you know. So. Yeah, so we could do that. I really need to buy my plane ticket now while it's cheap. <laughs> yeah, same here. Uh, I don't think we're. I I was talking to somebody about something else, but I'm not sure we're going to be able to do another convention that we. I think we might have been invited to. So, I told them no for myself, which yeah. is a true sadness. I would it, love it to, is. but I can't do East Coast stuff. I just it's I can barely do. I mean, PRGE is a stretch for me, but I'm gonna make it happen. Yeah, um, I think PRG might be the best for us because we're all in that general yeah. area around it. Well, yeah, we're well. Besides most Ben, of the West Coast. Well, Ben, yeah, Ben and Nick are definitely. Well, Nick's close. He, he's he's right, right. He's like close to the state. More like a twenty-hour drive. I guess well, only a twenty-hour drive. I, I mean, you're, you're you're relatively on the coast. You're relatively <laughs> like, on the same coast. God. I'm like equidistant to the coast. <laughs> I can't imagine driving across the U.S. Like I've never done that. I, the most I've ever done is maybe like you know reno to washington no that's san diego to washington and i did that as a band tour and it was day like we didn't do it in one day like or one long stretch yeah. we, we stayed at a hotel in 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 between but yeah i I had when we went to uh when i did uh what was it that i did uh when i moved from jersey to arizona we had to do a drive it was like a three-day drive it sucked wow I i think i lost my shoes at one point so yeah, don't drive from uh, Jersey to Arizona ever. It, it's miserable. But yeah, I uh, slept. huh? Oh, I 
I like there was no room for me to sleep on this on this giant airstream. It's big big enough, but there were so many yeah. people on it. There were, I had to sleep in the I had to sleep in like the footwell where people walk, you know. And I was right on top of the engine, which was really which was really warm, you know. Mm-hmm. But somebody dropped their Mike and Ikes down into the into that area, you know. Yeah. And they melted to my back, <laughs> like Jeez. melted to my clothes. And I woke up at like. 3 a.m. and I had to go to a gas station bathroom and wash these like gooey Mike and Ikes off of me. That's my. (laughs) That's nasty. It was nasty. That's. I didn't even know what it was at first. I was just like, "What the hell is this on me?" And it's like somebody's like, "Oh, sorry, I dropped my Mike and Ikes." (laughs) Well, well, Mike and Ikes aside, I think uh, I think you and I are definitely going. I don't know, uh, Nick. How are you on that? Are you still up in the middle with that? I still got to figure it out. Um, pending. <laughs> okay, but I know that's both Saturn Dave and Patrick will have a present there. I'll yeah. I'll try I'll make it hell 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 in high water. I'll make it there. Mm. So even if I have to take an L on the plane tickets, I I definitely need to do that. I've yeah. been saying it since last year and or since nineteen. I didn't do it nineteen, so we need to do it. I I hope we'll. I think I'm gonna be bringing my Saturn, the Satiator, and my uh, Retro Tank maybe. I don't know. We have to plan that out because we need to bring equipment, but because right. uh, we want to do a, a stream. Well, we want to record a panel and we want to do a stream like at the hotel. So I think that's definitely going to happen, but it, it requires a lot yeah. of stuff that we have to get. They still haven't gotten back to me on, on any kind of like official panel. But then again, I've heard that they're kind of, I don't know. I've heard they're still in planning phases and stuff, but I mean, there's been no response to my email. So uh, who knows? <laughs> It'd be nice, you know. We have plenty to talk about when it comes to Saturn. We've got plenty to talk about. We, we I, I would, mean, yeah, literally, yeah. literally, like that that GamesCon thing that we did. Uh, we yeah. that that whole thing was thirty minutes. We I had to cut it down from like an hour and thirty minutes because well, there's like just so much. Time. We've got like the same core viewer audience every week, and then you know, with a few exceptions, and it's like our community is a little insulated, and we all know what's going on. But like mm-hmm. the general public, when it comes to Saturn, doesn't they probably don't have a clue about the Netlink stuff or you know the the revelations about? I mean, well, the Virtual Visor stuff's getting out there, but there's so much more. There's so much more stuff going on in the Saturn community that most people don't know about. Yeah. I feel like we could. We wouldn't have to try very hard to put together a, a fun, informative panel. Yeah, and I'd love to be able to meet more of our fans around the world. Like, I'd love to, yeah. if we can get invited to cons, that'd be amazing. That way we can just, you know, fly yeah. to these places and just, you know, stay and, like, see all our fans all over the world. Because I know we have all I hope over some the world. Pe- yeah. I hope some people are able to make it out to PRG just, to, just so that we can hang out. That would be fun. I know not everybody will be able to, but... If if folks are able to, we'll we'll hang, we'll have fun. For sure. I really want to do that. I really want to do GamesCon. That's something I'd love to do in person. Yeah, in Germany? Yeah. I hope you can. I mean, you're the one to do it too, because you can actually speak German. Uh and you're then... kinda like our resident <laughs> German understanding guy. <laughs> exactly. And speaking. So I mean if you could get out there, that'd be great. Get uh get like Zenos and Get like uh, you know, Momfus to join you as like a German cohort. <laughs> Hold up, does this mean Pat can get yelled at by Zenos in real life? In real life, yeah. No lag. The thing is that <laughs> I don't no know. Lag. I don't know. I don't know how physical how physical we we'd probably get at that point. Oh God! Oh God! Yeah. Not, not in that way, you sickos. Fight! Fight! How do you say fight in German? Uh, Krieg. 
Krieg, Krieg. That's more like a war, but you know. <laughs> okay. I, 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 yeah. So when they fight, they just have to like play a really long RTS game for thirty hours against each other. Exactly. Uh, you know what? <laughs> Is that the I, I was, I was talking. I was talking about the. I was talking about this earlier, but I actually really hate Risk. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah, me too. Risk. I don't okay, like I'm, gl I'm glad I'm okay. not the only one. I absolutely like, hate Risk. Like, that is the worst board game I've ever played. Like, I've grown like to love RTS games. But... Computers, though. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, computer games are good, but Risk is garbage in person and in board games. But yeah, yeah. Uh, some zest about the convention Pure GE, Portland, Portland Retro Game Expo is in Portland, Oregon, obviously. But uh, I just want to let you guys know so that way, because mm -hmm. they don't know. Because we, I think we just call it PRG, but Portland Retro Gaming Expo. Uh, we'll be there going to do things in Portland. We'll have fun. But I just, I think I'd love to, you know, just hang out with fans. I don't know how much I'd collect stuff, though. That's definitely something I don't think that's, uh, I don't do that bring, much anymore. I'm going to bring some pocket change. Uh, I'm hoping to, I don't know what I'm hoping to find. But uh, I just want some we'll cool, see. like little cool peripherals or some cheap stuff that's like, you know, like, yeah. not like, and not like, you know, oh, I get like a bunch of sports games. Just like, oh, I found like, you know, this cool Saturn peripheral or Saturn game that I vaguely like or this Japanese game that's kind of weird or something. Right. For a couple yeah. dollars or whatever. I don't want to, because like the game stuff is crazy. Like I was talking earlier, you know, Kirby's Air Ride is up to a hundred bucks now. Can you believe that? It is crazy. Bruh. Shirts like sh retro gaming shirts are also crazy. Like people pay like two, three hundred dollars for a shirt. That's crazy. Jeez, yeah. Like I think that's all that stuff. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of crazy, but that's the way it is. You yeah, know? and that's sort of what I'm worried about. I don't want to go there because I I haven't been to a game convention like hardcore since uh, Game on Expo nineteen, and I was only there for a day, and the prices were kind of crazy. I don't even want to know like what the price is going to be when I show up there. Right. Like, I don't like, that's what I'm afraid of. I don't want to like be like, yo, gung ho for dreamcast. And it's like, Oh, everything's $500. Like, do you actually, like, have you ever actually gotten any deals at conventions? Yeah. I, I, I almost got to, I almost got, uh, uh, oh, what's that game called? Um, can spike for $120. Almost. Uh, yeah, I basically told them to hold on. I was thinking about it, and they sold it as oh. soon as I came back. Oh, well, there you go. You didn't get that deal. <laughs> exactly. Don't don't wait on it. But no, there, there's there's deals to be had there. Well, was yeah. when I went, but like, right. like I mean, I got. I remember I I got like, I got like um uh FCOGX for like fifteen or ten bucks. Oh shoot, that's not too bad. No, that's not bad. E even like back then, that was a pretty good deal. So yeah, there's there's a lot of good deals to be had. Well, was such I don't a know good now. game too. Such a good game. Oh, GX is a timeless classic. It Oof, never gets yeah. old. Every time I get sad that there isn't a new F Zero game, uh, GX, GX. <laughs> it just it cures me right away. Literally, um, all they all I need to do is is just make it HD and put on the Switch and perfect. Oh my god! No, 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 no. They need to make it VR. So they VR. Need they need to make people vomit. Nice. GX so I can make old Captain Falcon in VR. I mean, that's uh, right. Right, yep. basically Captain Falcon. We gotta wrap this show. We're like coming up on four o'clock. Yeah, we should probably. St we have one more news article. We'll we'll stick that for next time. Wait, what is it? It's the oh, uh, it's the emulator thing, right? We'll we'll still leave it for next time. Give it some okay. more articles just in case. 
kind of a backup. Yeah, but sure. uh, but yeah, I was looking online. Uh, F Zero GX is now eighty dollars. So um, glad I bought that for fifteen. Last, no kidding. Last word on that. Uh, in terms of the game stream, I will do it. I'm not sure what I want to do though. Um, Earl Bowen. We have a we have a new Patreon Patreon supporter. Yeah, we should we probably do. mention him. Do we, he's not do... he's not like he's not like an average Patreon supporter either. Let me look. Let me look. I haven't seen I haven't seen the updates in a little bit. So let me check the the. Oh oh, I know what you're talking about. Right right. Yeah that that was kind of crazy. All right so uh yeah it we got crazy. We, we got a uh so we got some new Patreon supporters uh, recently. I'm surprised we got a lot of them recently. We got to uh, uh I'll, I'll just uh I'm just trying to think up what time we had the, the last show just to make sure I'm okay. I think we're yeah that's it. Yeah, uh, you can read them again. So I'll, I'll read I'll read the I'll read the, the 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 two new ones. Like we got two new VIP patrons and all access within the last show. So much mucho gracias, much thanked. Uh so Cerulean uh is now a $20 VIP Patreon. Thank you very much, Cerulean. We really appreciate that. Thanks for being a VIP Patreon. Uh, we got Jim Cash, Jim, Cla- Jim Clasher Rank as our $10 all-access Patreon. So thank you very much. It's awesome. Again, do the that thing. And then mm-hmm. our big, our big, big pledge one, that's our base pledge yet, $40 a month. Uh, and that is from A Murder of Crows, our very own K. So he literally became his own his own uh his own, t- his own the tier. K tier. <laughs> okay. Like the untouchable tier. Yeah, I'm so making he, my own tier. <laughs> Screw you guys. He is the, 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 the king of the mountain on that one. But uh yeah, Taylor is in the twenty dollar VIP patron. We didn't have anything above that because we Do assumed we nobody start? would give us that much. Yeah, honestly we 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 didn't have we had no intentions of of going that high because we had no. What would no, that be? So I think we talked about it and it's like who the hell is gonna give us forty dollars? Because yeah, <laughs> I talked my... about like forty to a hundred dollars. It's like who's gonna give us that much money? It's that like the, I'll I'll buy you groceries, tier. <laughs> we'll, we'll send you nude photos, tier. No, but no, <laughs> but no, like that, that was. Gotta so, uh, get a different account on a different website for that. Yeah. yeah. That's the that's, that's a the only totally fans. different website. <laughs> but no, it's it. But I, I guess all joking aside, it's amazing that we got that kind of support. And recently, is like those were our last three gave us big bucks. So thank you very much, especially especially Kay and like all of them. Thank you very much for really on Jim Clash your rank and and Kay of course. Amazing. Is there like thank a recent much, thing that like I feel like we got a lot more patrons than like in a normal that span of time was it like the tosaki thing that sparked that or like what honestly happened? i think the it's just stuff i yeah i don't know I, I don't know honestly like the things that we're always like we're always active we're always doing it so like some days we'll get none some days we'll get a couple some days we'll get like a bunch of them like it's just, it's, right it's weird how many like like the 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 spun spontaneity of it but yeah like yeah, like some people are fans. Some people just you know they don't they they they're not sure yet, and then they do it later on. And of course, people you know they they also drop off, which is you know no hard, hard feelings. You know any like anything's I, but anything is much appreciated. Just being a fan and watching it is much appreciated, really. I want to make a shout. I want to make a shout. So to to those who are listening, if you haven't if you haven't listened to the podcast from the beginning, 
Go back and check out like season. Uh, well, I renumbered all the podcasts. Uh, there's no more seasons anymore. It's just like ep- straight up episodes, and then the weekly live show, so to make it more understandable. But go check out like episode one through twenty, because K, a murder of crows, actually used to be one of the hosts on the Shiro podcast, and he did an excellent job. Lots of great information. So, uh, shouts to K for his financial contribution, Shouts. but also. Go check out some of those early podcast episodes all the way up through, like, interviews with David Warhol and stuff like that. Um, I would and, skip and episode got... one if I were you, but that's just my, my input. No, no, listen to episode one. I like episode okay, one. Okay, okay, all right. It's... I don't know. I, I, I think that was probably my worst performance of no. Shiro. No, you were fine. What are you oh, talking about? Man, I don't know. I, I listened good. back to it. I was like, hey, guys, welcome to the, the show. Um, uh, yeah, we're, no, um, we're like, um, like, yeah. that was K. He was like, hello. But no, he, I, I don't he, know. It, it was and then, like pains. the second episode, he got a little. By the third episode, we were like, we're rolling, we're rolling, running, running on all cylinders, and we, yeah, we're really rolling. I would yeah. say by Christmas of that year, by Christmas of 2017, uh, we were like guns really blazing. Deep. Yeah, guns blazing. We were having a fun time. Um, but it, I go back and listen to that stuff for nostalgia's sake. But you guys should because we haven't covered a lot of that ground in a long time. So we talk about a lot of stuff that's still relevant because we just haven't covered it since. So uh, check out check out the podcast and uh, yeah. check out some of those episodes with Kay. Let me go. Uh, I'm trying to see. Yeah, Podbean. There we go. I, I tried to look for, for the other one we had. I forgot where our old host was called. I think it was uh, Castos. No, b- before Castos, it was like Podient. Podient. That's it. Podient. That yeah. was our first. So I did do host. something here. I, I, I organization wise, I put all of our regular podcast episodes are labeled as season one, and all of our weekly Shiro shows are labeled as season two to keep them separated. You know, um, and and the weekly shows instead of numbering them, let's not even keep track of the number anymore because like who cares like. Instead, it's just the date, right? So it's like weekly yeah. live show plus the date. That way, we don't have to actually keep track of what what show is this, like number sixty four. I, I, like, I like numbering them on the YouTube thing just so we can we can tell which show is which. Really? But I, I just like the number the, do? It doesn't really tell you. It doesn't. I, really... I guess I just like the fa- like the idea that we can see how many episodes we've made. You know. Okay, I mean that's uh, fair. It's, but... it's, it's 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 just a weird thing I like. We we do okay. it. it doesn't matter. I I just think it's funny. Well, there was a one. There was one instance where we numbered two different episodes the same number. So it's like when that happens, then it's like confusing. So that's I fair. just figured. Yeah, that's but fair. anyway, check out. So we talk about like Neo Geo on the Sega Saturn, which is Pat's one of Pat's passions is Neo Geo. Uh, so he was really excited for that. And we talked yeah. about CRTs and stuff like that, BVMs and stuff. Uh, we got the the Raya one where we talked about mods and backups and all that good stuff um still relevant information for a lot of people that don't have odes um halloween games you got the polarizing games oh netlink on on <laughs> saturn the, the original netlink version yeah that was the how, original how topical. RPG. that was the original uh interview with joe we we have another one we need to do uh, as soon as this whole thing really takes shape we need yeah. to get polarizing him saturn games together. nights before yeah. christmas i need to yeah, I need to uh, probably update the thumbnails because I think some of the thumbnails are missing. Yeah, it's possible. The Saturn but, cask, um, Volant yeah, Star, we... Saturn Racing Games. So good stuff. Definitely check it out. I, I do um, like I do like the I think my favorite ones might be the ones where we had the the some old the older people on Shiro like uh like we had Claire and then Chaz and all the other guys. So it's kind of nice nice listening back to that. Yeah. 
I definitely hope we can get them on some 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 other, sometime. The kind of, kind of stock them. I think it'd be cool to get like some more of that perspective. But you know, they're still mm -hmm. around here. They're still hanging around here and bits and one way or another. Yeah. Yeah, but no, there's so many good episodes. Like, uh, yeah, like yeah, the vertical shoot 'em ups. There's a lot of fun. A Senate, Dave Center music picks the Halloween Returns. Uh, the I think another one I really liked was the the Saturn collecting with John Hancock, Steve Wright. We did that full set. Yeah, that was kind of <laughs> neat. But yeah, there's Sorry, so many... hold on. I'm responding to a message that I just got. Okay, we need yeah. to wrap this show. Yeah, we'll wrap up. But yeah, the point is. Check those out. There's a lot of good interview, a lot of good articles from our old podcast, our old or well, that's not our old podcast, our current podcast, but the old podcast episodes. So many good interviews, so many good discussions. Uh, I think my favorite ones the interview Soccer Wars translation team. That was a ton of fun. I think we had our boy. We had a lot of good people in that one. That was a really good one. I, I like everybody was there. Like I'm pretty sure all five of us and uh, like seven or so of the people that did soccer awards trekkies unite was on there were you on uh, the, were, were you part of us at the time i can't remember hell yeah i was okay, on that were, one. Oh yeah that was that was it, 20 there's really 20 that's right it, yeah it's easy to forget because it was like there were a million people on that episode it was just a giant amount but yeah anyways let's let's wrap this up like i said uh shouts out we'll, we'll shout out our patrons and then we'll go to the the, the game the the game play stream and we'll talk some more about some cool stuff, we'll figure something out. But yeah, of course, shout out uh, Murder of Crows, Blue Moon 95, Cerulean, Emerald Nova, Juanis Fetz at our $20 VIP patrons. And of course, uh, Derek, aka Team, uh, Jim, Jim Clasher Rank, Kid Gidra, King Gidra, uh, Momphis, Normal Guy, Nutragist, Robert Ramsey, Rowan Dinched, Shadow Mask, Danuki Trev, and of course, Young Money, so we. And if you guys would like to get shouted out on the patron, uh, definitely, uh, definitely, definitely, uh, or ten dollar up will get you shouted out and get early videos, like early videos of both Pan Pandemonium and Shiro. So, right now I'm working on a video right now that's uh pretty funny. I won't spoil anything for it, but uh, I think you guys will like it. I'm about halfway done editing it. I just need to add in some funny things and figure out what the ending I want with it. So, it'll be good, it's gonna be good for you guys. You will like it. But uh, yeah, if you can't support, if you can't support us regularly, uh, financially on a regular basis, uh, we have a, we have a threadless store. So let me go uh, pull that up where we have some awesome shirt designs. Got the uh, the cool Shiro Show logo one, the white pad, black shirt, uh, the podcast shirt, and the Revolution shirt. Uh, if you and all these other really cool designs, most of them by Dave. The one that's or all of them by Dave, besides the AM the AM twenty five one of the Shiro Show. Awesome yeah. shirts, Dave. Love them. And then if you can't, if you can't, oh wow, holy crap! I can't believe that someone actually donated a chip jar. I did not even super know. Chat. Oh wow! I I literally in, in, enabled that like on on a uh, on a what's that word I'm looking for? Just on a on a fluke, on and a somebody win? actually contributed that. So thank you very much, Cyclops Productions, for for the five pounds. And he said, just something for the chip chart for the Saturn Sega Boys. Thank you very much. Thank you. Appreciate that. Love you. Love you. Thank so you. Love you so much. Shouts out to Cyclone. Love you. Love you. Love you. Uh, and yeah, I, I, I actually enabled that just, you know, just to have a, 
have that just in case people wanted to do that. Just to have more ways people want to financially support us. And stuff like yeah. that. We have the tip drawer as well. If you guys want to support that, we'll shout you out and mm-hmm. talk to you a little bit. I think that'll be kind of fun to, to do. It'll get mixed up a little bit more. Shouts out again. Uh, so yeah, and if you can't, uh, and if you can't back us financially, uh, let me just go to our, our YouTube, I guess, uh, your channel. Nick, you can check you know- out our channel. We have a lot of videos right here. We have a lot of these these cool guys. Uh, some guy named Saturn Dave, a Trinoco dude, and some panda dude. I don't know. Panda Who's man. this panda dude, Nick? Do you know know who this is? I have no idea who <laughs> this guy is. He's a real freak, man. I can't stand the sound of his voice. He's just, yeah, got that weird jerk. North Dakotan accent. Weird out. What a jack wagon. But yeah, if, if you, but like joking aside, if you guys want to not swear financially, non financially. Thanks, Trevor. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Ooh. Jesus Christ. How are we oh, supposed okay. to finish the show when stuff like that happens? People people are Thank outdoing you. each other Holy now. Holy crap. Holy crap. Thank you, Trevor. Thank you, Trevor. Thank you for the yeah, 1999. Thank you. 1999. Thank you Keeping very much. Keeping that dream alive. Appreciate it. Keeping the dream alive, dude. Heck yeah. But yeah, love you, my dudes. Love you, both of you, both Cyclops, Trevor, and of course all the fans. And like, like I was finishing up, uh, <laughs> I'm Dude, sorry. Oh my god! Fifty dollars from Blue Moon ninety five. You I, must I, play. I hope- oh my god! We don't we don't have to strip or anything, do? We? Please. <laughs> what, what you go? Oh my god! Oh my god! Thank you very much. Thank you guys. This is oh uh, my this is god. gonna help us. This is gonna Holy help us crap. print the magazine for sure, dude. Oh Thank my you, god. Moon. This is like Thank this you. is like ninety five. Damn! Holy crap! <laughs> and he's already a, a supporter. So oh my god. Thank you very much, guys. Jeez, love you guys so much. Damn, man. I'm getting emotional now, dude. I'm about to cry on the show, man. Oh my god. Well, now I gotta do the gameplay stream. So at least the two hour stream for sure because of that mm-hmm. those things alone so uh yeah like i said uh subscribe to you know of course dave myself uh pandemonium uh, we have our cool supporters and then of course you know uh like us subscribe uh comment check out our videos this cool awesome video on the saturn bomber man definitely i guess for example if you want a good video example to watch so i said yeah uh, i'm gonna put up more I'm, I'm actually gonna put up more of those And um, anybody who wants that, like anybody who would like to have that overlay, if they want to do some tests and stuff like that, I could hook you up. So let me know. Because what I thought, and maybe I'll standardize it and make it something where people could like type in one person versus another person. But I thought that it would be cool to, uh, for folks to be able to use to do like sync up videos of their their playthroughs, you know, Um, if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Like I said, just like, subscribe, comment, ring the bell if you wanna keep up on our cool video stuff and video chats. Two ninety nine or cool events. Yeah, one ninety nine or two ninety nine. Dave, you had a question earlier. You yeah, were, like, I just want to know when your when is your video gonna drop? Can we super know? Super soon. Can you tell us? Super like, soon. And oh I'm, when, I, when I say super soon, I mean that in the perspective of it's taken six months so far. Oh God, so. are you kidding? Me? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, I yeah. Definitely by like during the summer it'll be done. I'm like a, a good seventy five percent done with it. Um, oh wow, seventy five percent! Wow, uh, at least seventy five percent done with it. I'm I'm, okay. I'm really on the home stretch. I, I'm finally at the point where I can see the finish line. Uh, for a long time, I was not able to see the finish line. So yeah, uh, but yeah, it's in the horizon. So oh, and uh, I yeah, at Trekkies, I do want to make a I do still want to make a a FMV competition video, but I've been uh. 
a little preoccupied with his uh, Lord of the Rings extended cut. <laughs> Not that I. Uh, oh, geez, Rob Stadler, my Rob, thanks, Rob, Rob Stadler, man. five euros. Thank you a lot, dude. Much right appreciated. Like, oh my God, you got yeah, right down the middle. Jeez, you got you <laughs> guys critical like, hit. Jeez, you guys. <laughs> are, oh my God, fitty. Oh, goddamn goddamn lock this monster. <laughs> Thank you, Shadow Mask. Damn, oh my okay. god, dude. Wow, you guys are gonna make me cry, dude. Oh my god. Like, if you would've told me before that people would support us this hard, I would've told you you're a liar. Straight up liar. But, dude, I cannot thank you guys enough how many uh, awesome fans we have. Like, I... Literally, I, I have no words to, to thank, thank all you. you awesome people. There we go, thank yeah. Thank you! Thank you. I don't have... Let me get my anime figurine. I'll get something. I'll play dollies. You guys earned it. <laughs> So like you're playing you guys you. win. All right. Playing with dolls now. What's what's next? Dolly you know, what, time what's for Patrick. <laughs> got got software. Thank you. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you. Very oh, awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Cool guys. Got yeah, I got the Iris saying thank you. Got my little Saturn. They're just like I guess they're holding hands or something. There we go. There we go. I'm not doing anything explicit on here because I don't want to get blocked. No. <laughs> Take you down our channel, so I'm not gonna do any weird figure stuff. But yeah, like I said, thank you very much, guys. Guys. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. One. You guys. What wait, wait, the... there's another one. Oh no. Okay, yeah. Oh hey, my god. My... Twenty dollars. Okay, <laughs> Dolly. Where is your Dreamcast too? <laughs> I have two Dreamcasts. Does Jesus. that count? Yeah. Does, it, does it count if you just have two Dreamcasts? <laughs> Oh my god, another dream five dollars. You want your Dreamcast too? It's time. called an Xbox. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Xbox you. 360, I guess. No. Oh my god. Five dollars from, from Sasquatch time as well. Twenty for King King. Jeez, you guys are you guys are crazy. You guys People are trying to people are trying to outdo each other here. Yeah, Gee, I know. Yeah, oh, I, I'm, I'm not gonna say anything because I don't want to pressure people into donating. Yeah, if you don't, want to no do it. No. <laughs> if you have the money to do it. If you want to, you can. I'm not going to press you into doing it, though. But This is pretty impressive. I don't think there's... Has there ever been a super chat in the Shiro stream, period? Like, any at all? I just no, turned it on, like, last, like the other on. day. I was like, I was like, we were eligible to. I was like, eh, whatever. We didn't, we didn't think people would actually use it. Yeah, I just did just in case somebody's like, yeah, yeah. I expected like someone like two dollars. Oh, here you go, guys. You're awesome. And it's like I didn't expect people dropping like, like, in, like in the tens of dollars for it. That's kind of insane. In the tens of dollars. Like, like, like literally, I did not the, expect the Hamiltons. Getting... It's all about the Hamiltons, baby. Yeah, Alexander Hamilton. Um, I actually don't like that. that no. I actually don't like that musical. To be honest. But, right. Hey, hey, I do like In the Heights. In the Heights was pretty sick. So, Lynn Moran, whatever your name is, <laughs> shouts out for Lin the, Lin the Manuel hype. Miranda. That's it. Yeah, thank you for the That's heights. Thank you for uh what's the other? he did the the other one the the Disney one uh uh what was it called? The Disney one with the house. Uh that one Encanto. Yeah, and Encanto mm -mm, that was fire. And then in the heights, like there, there you go. You know, two out of three ain't you're bad. Just two out of three ain't just, bad, Lynn. You're just vamping now. You've got nothing. <laughs> All right, but yeah, that, that's about it. Uh, we're gonna roll the credits and go to the gameplay stream, and the craziness will ensue. I think this nice. calls for another Sonic playthrough, so maybe we'll do that. We'll talk about that. But uh, like I said, until next time, guys. Uh, thank you very much Thanks, again. Cyclops. Oh, uh, Cyclops, five dollars again. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Have again. something for the kitty for bankrolling the Saturn Mini once Sega gets the Mega CD Mini done. Alrighty. Well, nice. we'll, ha we'll have to take a look at that then, if that's the case.
But yeah, thanks a lot, guys. And remember, you must play Sega Saturn. We'll see you in like must five play minutes. Sega Saturn. Peace.